Hey everybody, welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Cape. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Alright, we have a huge night for you guys, as always. And let's get started with or, the news. Or, or day, depending on when you listen to this. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But for us, it's night. Uh, guys, strap in. Because there's a lot of news, a lot of quotes in the news, which is not something I generally do, but I felt like they were important enough to pull them in. So just every quote that is, is said, just imagine us, you know, doing the quotes with our fingers because I th- really think that makes it more impactful. I will tell you when I'm about to start the quotes. And for, for the guys in the room, I will air quote. So then at home, you can play along too. Yeah, it, it'll be a good time. All right, so let me just get started here. Uh, starting with comics like normal, uh, Alan Moore actually says in his original The Dark Knight story, Batman died at the end, which which is wow. kind of an interesting uh, little little tidbit, like freaking 20 years, 30 years later. <laughs> really? Yeah. But uh, whatever, man, it's cool. Uh, so that's all. That's all we had for there, actually, because there's a lot of of DC and, and Marvel cinematic universe uh, news. So starting with uh, the the worlds of DC. Oh, you finally got it right. I did. I did. I have not changed it in my copy here, so <laughs> well, actually, I just did that off the top of my head. Extra impressive. Be proud of me. <laughs> Applause. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Pennyworth casts Paloma Faith as the villain, who they have not this shit revealed, again? and they really could have just skipped. Uh, whatever, it's fine. Uh, bombshell, and I'm gonna put this under DC fucks up again. Uh, they delayed Wonder Woman 1984 until summer 2020. That's I, right. Yeah, I saw that. Well, that's because another movie dropped out, and well, they needed to fill the slot. Hang I on. think I'll, I'll get there for you. <laughs> okay. So per Warner, quote. We had tremendous success with the first Wonder Woman film during the summer, so when we saw an opportunity to take advantage of the changing competitive landscape, we did. This move lands the film exactly where it belongs, end quote. Bullshit, they just got scared off from Star Wars. Where it belongs. <laughs> where it belongs. <laughs> uh, this is this is weaves a little bit of an intricate web here because... They're having problems with the Flash movie, which I believe we've already talked about being delayed. Yep. Yeah, until 2021, correct? Yep. Okay. So, interestingly enough, Wonder Woman 1984 will reportedly be the DC reboot. Good. This will be the hard, hard shift um, away from from Henry Cavill, away from Ben Affleck, um, and we're just going to start completely fresh and and this way it's a way for them i guess to keep wonder woman at the center of the universe which is excellent because she's probably the best part of it not probably she is the best part of it so would they then be replacing jason momoa and zachary levi or is it dependent on how their movies do it depends i'm guessing it depends on the movies and it depends on the story that they pick because with the delay of flashpoint this movie will essentially be your flashpoint and they did say that they're looking to go towards non-connected films and solo Fool's films move. really um, towards the future. So if their solo movies work out, they can still stay around and not have to interfere with anybody else's movies. Sure. You know? Yeah, it, it's it's frustrating because like you get so excited and like the the concept of a connected universe is so cool, especially with the Justice League. Like that's like that was the thing that I pushed all in for because I was like, oh yeah, I want I want a big screen Justice League, and then I got it. And then once. you did. <laughs> eh, 
underwhelmed. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Uh, so Shazam is undergoing three weeks of reshoots. Normal. Okay. Normal stuff. People like freaked out immediately online. Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing reshoots. It happens on every movie. Yeah. It's cool. That comes out in mid-March, correct? Uh, I think so. I don't, I don't remember the exact date. Well, so we're going we're gonna to have Captain Marvel and, and Shazam, Shazam. Within the, a few weeks of each other. And Look. then... Avengers 4. And Avengers 4. Still no goddamn title. <laughs> so mad Hashtag about this. salty. Uh, I am. I really am. Um, so it uh, turns out Henry Cavill's final turn as Superman may come in a Shazam cameo in a post credit scene. Um, so that's a little bit bittersweet there. Um, so Zack Snyder's... That might be part of the reshoots. Could be. Very well, well I heard like, I heard from the beginning that a Superman cameo in Shazam was a thing. Yeah, it, I, I heard it was going to happen yeah. regardless. But but did they end up scrapping like that first idea? And See, I, I thought I, suppose. It, I thought it got scrapped because you know I I heard those rumors as well, and then they said that no, it's not happening. And then there was a whole thing with Cavill and Affleck, you know, being out. Yeah, and now there's reshoots for Shazam. I so maybe they're. Hmm. Fitting in Cavill is like a last hurrah kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. You know? little thank you to the fans, I suppose. Uh, Zack Snyder's going off book talking about his Justice League vision, citing that they would have directly addressed Darkseid in the next film, which I thought was always the plan. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, and then it just, it just, I guess it just disappointed so badly that they didn't want to continue they, it. <laughs> like, I thought they should just fucking shot the movie. Shoot the movie, make the movie you want to make. Right, like if you if you guys had it mapped as a two parter, just fucking put it out. If it's terrible, it's terrible. Cool, we'll rip it then. But like instead of getting our hopes up, well, just, I mean, it all comes down to profit margins and all that fun of course, stuff. Of course, you have to run a business first. I understand, but I'm greedy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Zack Snyder, uh, Ray Fisher wants Zack Snyder to direct the Cyborg movie, which is also kind of up in the air now. With the reset of the universe. Yeah. Oh, did you say Cyborg wants Ray Fisher to... No. Ray Fisher... Wants Zack Snyder. Yes. yes. Okay, sorry. Uh, Cyborg has become sentient. <laughs> I was going to say, what a, what a turn of events here. <laughs> what is happening? Kind of gloss over that a little bit. Uh, the We got the first trailer for Ren, Reign of the Superman, which is an animated feature. Um Looks pretty good. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go check that thing out. Nice. Uh, in the Joker movie. Oh, where can we catch that? Uh, like, what services? I, I think it will be like DVD, Blu-ray, like a home release. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if it'll be on the streaming service, which we'll talk about later. Gotcha. Yeah, that, but, that's kind of what I was curious about. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, so we got a casting for young Bruce Wayne and Alfred Pennyworth in the Joker movie, which is interesting. Um, I don't remember their names. I didn't write them down because they were basically nobodies. <laughs> okay. Like, sorry to the actors. I feel bad about that, but you, you don't mean shit. Uh, <laughs> and moving, moving in, in that same vein, the, regarding the, the Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, I'm sorry, uh, Joker movie, I have a potential spoiler here. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler, fast forward about 35 seconds. But still listen. But keep listening. Don't make Sam's mistake. So starting now. Okay, so it's apparently been released that he's a, allegedly the bastard son of Thomas Wayne, making he and Bruce half-brothers. Interesting. Which huh. is a weird-ass turn. I could see that. 
Right? Yeah. So it almost makes me think back to um <clears throat> I I haven't read the entire run. Um but where Batman sits in the Mobius chair? Is that what it's called? Um Yeah, I believe. The Mobius chair yeah. and, and he asks who is the Joker? Yeah. And yeah. he it doesn't say, but Batman just starts like freaking out essentially. Yeah, he, well, at the revelation. Well, the revelation was that there are three Jokers. Okay. And that's why they're doing this yeah. new Joker thing. Yeah. Okay. And that's they're putting out that black label three Jokers book that I think I talked about a while back. Gotcha. Maybe you'll see Joker's dick in that. Who knows? Um, <laughs> black label, baby. Uh, we got the first image of Gotham's Bane, um, like proto Bane. It looks it. It looks look, like a Star Wars character. It looks it looks like it's Gotham. Uh, I mean, what, what do you really want here? <laughs> oh, Gotham. That show is unbelievable. It's silly and whatever. Now it's quite believable that how awful it is. It's <laughs> unbelievable is that it's got five seasons. Yes, that is the unbelievable thing. You're correct. Because I, I keep watching, I can't stop watching. It's a train wreck. It really you is. Just can't look away from. It's so silly. <laughs> Rolling forward. Uh, so we all know T Titans Go did a thing with a movie this year, uh, and I reported that if they if they hit certain sales or whatever, they would bring back Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans. Well, they are doing that in the cheapest possible way to fulfill the promise. Uh, Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, uh, it, which I believe is either a movie or a special coming out in 2019. Um, just. I'm right. Well, it's it's supposed to be in the same vein as the Teen Titans from early two thousands, correct? I don't know. That's what I heard. If if the Teen Titans Go movie did well, they would bring back the two thousands Teen Titans. But yeah, it is it is two thousands Teen Titans. But there, it's Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. It's the old version versus, versus the, the new, new version. version. That's pretty lame. Yeah, that's why I'm fucking why, mad. About why would they do that? I don't know. They hate us. Do something with Slade or Brother well, that, Blood. Look, all right, so I had a friend... Uh, they just did the Jewish contract. That wouldn't make sense. I had a friend who actually saw the Teen Titans go to the movies because he's got kids about that age and said it was... And he's he's like a pseudo-comic book guy. He's not he's not like me. He's not a, an absolute freaky nerd. Um, but he said that that movie was way better than it had any business being. Like, he actually laughed out loud and was entertained... So obviously I'm gonna have to watch it because I should probably put something up on the site. I think it just did a home release. I don't want to, but um, Slade apparently plays a heavy part in the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Moving forward, uh, the iconic DC villain, the Monitor, will be showing up in the Arrowverse crossover Elseworlds, which is kind of cool. Um, his costume looks. Uh, better than what it would on Gotham, but not quite what it would in the movies. So what we expect from Arrowverse. Yeah, yeah. I actually think they do a halfway decent job with the costumes. Um, uh, Birds of Prey will be rated R and attached to Birds nice. of Prey. Uh, I think one of us put it up on the, on the Facebook page yep. that Ewan McGregor will be playing Black Mask in Birds of Prey as the villain. That's a great casting right there. Uh, only if he talks about the high ground. If he doesn't talk about having the high ground, I'm out. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw that. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. That guy's career is unreal. It is. Like, he's... he's And he totally owns it, too. He's had like, so much... Like, he's been so many different people. Like, like high-level high characters in movies. 
and just shows up all the time. Uh, and he still looks the shit. same as he did when he started. He really he's does. He's one of those people that just doesn't age. Yeah. He's another Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so a little bit of sad news. Uh, not sad, but like, uh, get well soon. Uh, Jesse L. Martin um, from The Flash plays Detective Joe West. Mm-hmm. He's taking a medical leave of absence from The Flash. If you've noticed, uh, if you've been watching the season, he's doing a lot. A lot of his scenes have been shot with him sitting down. He apparently injured his back. Um, so he hasn't really been able to do a whole lot, which is kind of tough because he's a cop and cops need right. to be yeah. up and out in the yeah, field. You know. you know. That's a shame. It seems like um, back issues are plaguing CW characters. Well, that, yeah, that happened. I mean, the action, I mean, they're doing as much of the action as they can. Right. That yeah, sucks. I could see it. Yeah. I mean, with Amel, he's getting close to middle age but he does you know the action stuff but, but he's in fantastic shape for like makes me mad how yeah. he is <laughs> and then for for joe it's age yeah just it's getting him he's an, he's an older guy but he's been around for forever uh speaking of the Arrowverse, uh the their gotham city will actually be centered out of chicago when they do filming Okay. okay, which is kind of cool i think i think that city if you've ever been to chicago it has a great gotham city-esque feel I think New York is too New York. It, fe- yeah. it feels like New York. I loved how the first two uh, Nolan movies for Batman yes. were f- shot in Chicago. Yeah, and then there was a jarring change to New York in the third one. Oh man, uh, I was uh, I was thinking about those Nolan movies. Yeah, uh, about the line that Batman says to to Raish on the train. He's like. Uh, uh, I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you either. Mm-hmm. And then just fucking opens the yep. wings and like flies out. I'm just like, yeah, fuck you. I thought a lot of that was shot in Pittsburgh. No. Um, so part of the third one was shot in Pittsburgh. The, um, and then mainly the brawl New York. at the end, yes. right? Okay. Uh, and the thing in the, 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 the stadium, stadium. That was at the Heinz Steelers. Field. Yeah, Heinz. Gotcha. Um, I think it's still called Heinz Field. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, Young Justice Outsiders premieres December 28th, right around the Gosh. the holiday so too I'm far away be, still about to be watching lots of that uh alan tudyk uh best last name in hollywood uh will voice joker in the harley quinn series so he's going to be in two dc streaming service shows he's going to be robot man in doom patrol and now voices the joker in the harley quinn series hmm. interesting yeah okay and uh uh, the last piece of uh, Worlds of DC here. Uh, DC intentionally used the fuck Batman scene in the Titans trailer just to generate buzz. Of course. Like, oh, they, they, yeah. they knew they were doing it out of context. They're just like, we just want to get people talking about it. So they just toss it out there. Um, which I felt was a little bit dirty. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but did you expect anything different? I mean, no. The marketing department <laughs> knows serious. what they're doing. Yeah. That's true. I, I feel like they just got everybody pissed off, though, and weren't. It was like less excitement and more pissed off. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it generated buzz, but I don't know. I mean, it wasn't positive it's, buzz. It's uh, still remains to be seen whether hey, man, or not it worked out for You're being talked about. It, that's all that matters. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and, and they do swear a lot in that show, like a lot. Uh, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Uh, well, I'll talk about Titans yeah. just a little bit later. Okay. As well. Um. So let's move into MCU real quick. Uh, the big news that that dropped almost like the day after we finished our podcast was that Netflix canceled Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, and they cited creative differences and the inability to come to terms. Are you serious? Yep. Well, That's what they said. Yeah, I wonder 
because I mean, at the end of season two, you, we all know how that left off, and I wonder. Misty even um, referenced it in uh, in Iron Fist season two. Yeah, um, I I wonder how what's his name Dave Col Col Mike Coulter Mike Coulter. Coulter. <laughs> um, I wonder how he feels about you know the new arc for Luke Cage after that season because. Maybe he's the the difference. Like, listen, this isn't the character I want to play. And well, so there's a couple things here. One is that um, they noticed that viewership dropped on both Luke Cage season two and Iron Fist season two, like a lot, like more than half. And then on top of that, their social presence dropped dramatically as well. So that led to the cancellation which was kind of a big deal. It's interesting. I, I can understand Iron Fist dropping from season one to two, but I didn't think Luke Cage would have. Yeah. That's true. So the speculation now is because they basically said, hey, these, these guys might show up in other shows, that they're, the specu- speculation from a lot of people, including myself, uh, is that they were, they're either going to do a Heroes for Hire show or a Daughters of the Dragon show. Um, Daughters of Dragon would obviously in- encompass Misty Knight and Colleen Wing, which I'm 100% in for. Uh, same thing with Heroes for Hire, but it, I think Heroes for Hire would be Luke, Danny, Misty, and Colleen. Yeah, I think it would incorporate all four of them, which I think is a better move, personally. Yeah. Um, so coming off of that viewership stuff, I think I just saw something earlier uh, that Daredevil Season 3 their viewership numbers aren't looking that great either. Yeah. So that I, show how? might be in trouble how? too. Yeah, I, I think all the Netflix stuff is is in true jeopardy. I, I, and I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, yeah. So, like, it's tough for me because how, how do you quantify it in such a short amount of time? Because the stuff that's up on Netflix, like, it's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get to it. It's not a problem. There's a ton of stuff to watch. I think like, this one was purely within like the first week of release. They were looking at numbers between seasons. And that feels silly to me because, you know, people people have jobs and families well, that, and, and then stuff. you have to assume that Netflix has grown between like season one and season three. So you're looking at a larger pool of numbers at that well, point. So your percentages are going to be off and you, so unless you adjust. And, and you're constantly pushing content, yeah. right? And you have to, yeah, you have to realize that Netflix... Like Jesse says, growing exponentially, and so is their debt that they're incurring. Uh, if you look at their numbers, I think they owe. Uh, I want to say over over. It, it might be a couple billion, like in debt right now. Jesus. Um. Yeah, they just keep pushing out content and producing all original stuff, uh, and that takes a real toll. Um. So. Yeah, I, th- I think they're looking at things very, very quickly, maybe making some rash decisions, especially with the Marvel properties that they're probably paying a good bit for, you know, having licensed Marvel license um, those properties to them. And if they're not doing well and bringing in the numbers for them, they're going to have to get rid of them before the numbers start dropping and investors start asking, you know, what the hell. So That's a good point. Well, I hope they get turned around. Um uh, Sony signs a long-term IMAX deal, uh, and IMAX specifically cited Spider-Man as a reason that they were like, okay, let's do this. Um, Spider-Man and the Spider-Man universe they're creating. Okay, so not think. like Spider-Man, Spider-Man. No, no. I mean, and it was initially him? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Because Sony distributes yeah. um, the, the, you know, the Spider-Man stuff, so I thought that was kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, maybe slightly spoilery, but... Whatever, we're going to roll with it. Uh, Frank Grillo, who plays Crossbones uh, in 
Captain America and Avengers, uh, confirms that he is in Avengers 4 in a flashback scene, while also confirming that it's his last Marvel film, um, which is why he, he, he's, a kind of, he's kind of a cool dude, um, but he kind of just flies off and does his own thing. Uh, and then he shortly thereafter walked it back, um, saying that he wasn't in it and whatever. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, when you pop up, I'll, um, you know, I'll just take it as a as a Marvel got to you yeah. type of thing. You got some stuff here involving Marvel Kevin. Uh, oh, he, Marvel Kevin. <laughs> I love that dude. Uh, he dropped three pretty big pieces of info. So we will. he said, one, we will have the Avengers 4 trailer by year's end, um, which is excellent. Two. Boss. That's, n- no, we, I mean, we can do that later. We'll do that closer to our Christmas show. Okay. Okay. Uh, two. Uh, there will be possible Namor inclusion, which is interesting because Namor, really? Namor was in the same boat as Hulk, where he was over at, uh, I think, Universal, and they never did anything with it. So I think those rights actually may have reverted back, uh, which would lead to his possible inclusion there. And three, um, as like the most predictable thing in the history of time, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is on hold. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I, I feel like Namor has always been a big question mark for, for Marvel in general. Like, they just they just don't know what to do with him. They don't use him very often in comics, which is a little disappointing, because he's such a cool character, he's a badass, and he's a real dick. If you like characters that are just assholes, read anything with Namor in it. Yeah. I promise you, you'll be like, fuck, that guy's such an ass. Yep. Uh Good times, good times. The first, the first time I even realized who Namor was, uh, I was reading the graphic novel called Marvels. Oh, that's a fantastic, fantastic novel. Yeah, it's actually. So I, I just watched a YouTube thing the other day of uh, top ten graphic Marvels from Marvel, and Marvels is one of them. Yeah, Marvel, graphic Marvel, no- Marvel. Graphic novels from Marvel. Yes, is that what you meant to say? Graphic novels from Marvel. Okay. okay. You said graphic marvels from Marvel, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> well, about? Well, that's just the rum and tequila. <laughs> okay. Right? Um, Ooh. So, right. So, if you have the time and the means, I definitely recommend picking up Marvels by Marvel. It has Spider-Man on the front cover. It looks very great. The I, art is so much. Uh, favorite. Alex Ross, I think, d- does the art for it. Yes. And if you've ever seen his art, it's like that photorealistic style. Um, his stuff is so iconic and grand. Like, excellent to look at. Yep. So, so yeah, pick that up. Uh, the Wonder Woman 1984 writer, whose name also I did not include because you're not going to remember that shit later, has been hired by Marvel to write a mystery project. Ooh, spooky. mystery. <laughs> spooky. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I mean, I'm still spookied up a little bit. Uh, so that, that was interesting. Uh, based off of the concept art, we almost got Spider-Man's classic black suit in Infinity War. Like, that was a thing they were going to do. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. And and like I, like I saw the concept art and I was like, it's so pretty. I want it. And uh, I'm a little mad that I didn't get it. You know, I actually read an interesting thing today. Um, someone, I mean, it's just speculation, but someone said that the going off of the homecoming suit, the size of the spider symbol is going to incrementally increase. Um as the movies go on for Spider-Man and that will be like almost a, a show of how he's like growing into who Spider-Man is. Huh. Be a nice little touch. Not bad. I like Cause, it. Cause it's bigger for the, um, far from home. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, as it should be. Was it a little bit bigger during Infinity War, or oh, it was huge during Infinity War? Yep. I don't quite well, remember because the, the Iron Spider suits. It's like well, all I mean, yeah, the his Iron entire tour, though. Yeah. Well, he also didn't get any say in that. Tony's just like, oh, by the way, he here, didn't get any, any say in the true, other one either. But like, I don't know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little different. You know, that's just a little thing I read. Yeah. Uh, so Eternals and Black Widow are now scheduled for 2020, with Eternals being the thing to take over the cosmic MCU for Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which is interesting enough. All right, so I got a few things here about Disney Play, the Disney streaming service. Okay. Uh, One, Falcon and Winter Soldier will be getting a show on the Disney streaming service. Heard that. Uh, Excited. Two, the Vision will feature heavily in the Scarlet Witch show. Hmm. And three... Marvel Kevin remarked about Disney Play saying, we are going to tell the stories for the streaming service. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I'm going to back it up. Marvel Kevin remarked about the Disney Play show uh, service saying, quote, <laughs> we're going to tell the stories for the streaming service that we wouldn't be able to tell in a theatrical experience. A longer form narrative. That's what comics are. It's about long form narrative. Uh, it's about long form ad narrative as exists. But also maintaining that theatrical experience, which is our bread and butter, which obviously to me shows a lot more confidence in this service. I'm just pissed there's another thing I'm going to pay for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they will be, they're considering putting out a Nick Fury show um, on that on that Disney Play service. Yeah. I wonder how Samuel L. is going to do that, though. Motherfuckers. Uh, honestly, I just kind of hope it's Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Like that'd be cool. I mean, you already have Dum Dum Dugan. You already have a lot of these characters from the first Captain America movie. Like I just just roll them in. Yeah. Like I, I'd kind of love it as a as an absolute nerd. Cool. Um, moving forward, uh, and we'll talk about Far From Home for a minute. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Mysterio's fishbowl helmet mm-hmm. will make an appearance, <laughs> at least based off of. <laughs> The uh, the leaked promo material for of all things Dr Pepper, like they showed the silhouette. <laughs> yes, uh, on the Dr Pepper cannon, you see the the fishbowl helmet, and I'm just like, yeah, all right, I'm in. Uh, well, I think the first time we got a glimpse of Venom was on a fucking brisk bottle. <laughs> That's brisk, baby. So, <laughs> uh, and Far From Home will all, may also feature uh, multiple villains in addition to Mysterio. Including Molten Man, Hydro Man, and the Chameleon. Wow! See, when you start talking Spider-Man sequels with multiple villains, yep. things uh, start to get a little bit iffy. I Spider-Man was hoping one of you bring that up. Uh, uh, speaking of which, there was a there was like a release lately about the Spider-Man Four. Yeah, I think I quickly saw something in my newsfeed earlier, but I just didn't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't go into it because you know Sony, and it was like Sam Raimi. Uh, it was uh, interesting. To say the least, but whatever. Moving on, uh, Gwen Paltrow has been seen in uh, her rescue armor uh, and a selfie posted by the actress. Um, if, in case you don't know, the, self, uh, the, the rescue armor is that she's basically wearing an Iron Man suit. It's purple and gold, I believe. Um, Laker colors. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks good though. Um, you know, she looks good in the in the costume. Awesome. Uh, and that was for Avengers. Yes. Okay. Uh, finally, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three shortlisted directors 
uh, supposedly includes. Uh, yes, I included names here. Oh God, uh, you know it's serious because there is a there is a significant theme here. Uh, Jane Campion, D. Reese, and Michelle McLaren. Uh, they are all female directors making good on a Marvel Kevin promise from a couple months back where he said they're going to start really looking into more um, diverse uh, directors. Okay. Uh, Hey, I mean, I'm all for, um, you know, diverse casting for whatever positions are available. And I've I've always said this, and I'm always going to say it. If you're good enough to do it, then you should get the job. But That's if, exactly right. but if you're if you're just looking to, to fill a diversity for, yeah. role for the for diversity for, sake, it's not right. You I, shouldn't be doing that. I agree. So so I th- I look. They haven't really disappointed me yet. Yeah. So I feel like they're they're really thinking about this the right way. Uh, and finally, some video game news. Warner is working on two open world DC games which I know we kind of got into before, but it was actually confirmed this time. Oh, so that might actually play into, because the rumors were surrounding... That Justice League. Justice League and And Superman. Superman. Mm -hmm. Although uh, there were those other rumors floating around about Rocksteady maybe doing another Batman type of game, so... The Bat Family game. The Bat Family one, yeah. Okay. So, hmm, interesting. Yep, and that's your news! Okay, so I know we touched on Spider-Man MCU news, um... You know, earlier on, but we're going to be talking about Spider-Man PS4. The video game. Again! The video game. Yeah! Yeah, so if you're not sick of it by this point, you will be soon. (laughs) So, uh, I talked about it uh, in our our last podcast. Not last podcast, two podcasts ago, right? Or was the last one? I don't remember. We talked about it recently. (laughs) Uh, and I still do not own a PS4, so it's basically <laughs> me just asking you guys questions here. Uh, so, uh, what did you did you feel like you got your money's worth out of the DLC? Because usually when I buy DLC on something, it can either be way too short, or I feel like I got good value for my money. So before we delve into the questions, let's rewind a little bit and explain exactly what it is. Oh yeah, it's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. Um, so. This is the first of a three-part DLC that Insomniacs put out about a month after the game was initially released. Um, the whole DLC pack is called The City That Never Sleeps. Uh, this part is called The Heist. It, uh, Black Cat comes back into town and is forced into stealing things. Which, this is touched on in the main story? Briefly. Very, very briefly. The main story deals with Black Cat getting her gear from the NYPD lockup. Correct. So then, so then this comes picks up when she comes back to town after she gets that. And just a little note, if if you plan on playing this DLC um, and starting a new game just to play the DLC, uh, which you need to do if you want to play in the game plus mode, um, this will give you a warning and it will tell you that spoilers are ahead um, if you plan on just like going right into the DLC and not playing. The, the mission, like, in, uh, I guess, in order where it would f- fit in the story, essentially. Um, so d- that's just a little thing I picked up on. Okay. So. But, Jesse, you were, you're going? No, that was basically about it. Okay. I, I don't want to delve too much into spoilers, so. Gotcha. Uh, so, like I was saying, about value. How did you feel about the value of the DLC? So... The whole three-piece costs... So, actually, okay, yeah, I was going to say, is it when you buy it, 
Are you, you buying you piece can, by piece? You can you buy them individually, or you can buy the season pass. Do you remember the cost? So the season pass was about twenty-four bucks. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're about eight bucks a piece. Okay, it's not. Um, so it's, it's not, not bad. Not bad. Um, it wasn't. It was a little bit shorter than I would have expected. Um, by how many hours? So the Insomniac says it takes about three hours to go through this DLC. I say it's more on like the two-hour side, depending on how you play it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I felt like it should just been a little bit longer, but I guess that's the whole point of the three-part DLC now. So if it's a three-part DLC and they're about three hours a piece, so that so yeah, combined they're decent. It's just well, we'll get into a little bit more well, in a minute. And I, and I will say, so I'm playing on the hardest difficulty. Which they added another difficulty level um, on top of Game Plus. So they added pretty much like two two more difficulty levels to the game. And you can play the hardest difficulty with Plus added on to it. Uh, which is what I did. I started a brand new game and did the Game Plus mode starting with the DLC. Yeah, I just took my existing game and just went from there. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> So if you if you do the game plus mode uh, in the hardest difficulty, I will say it is extremely extremely hard. Um, I mean, yeah, it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, there's God the damn one. It. There's the one new enemy type in this game or in the DLC, which is the mini gunner. Yeah, that guy can just fuck right off. Yeah, man, he really does piss me off a lot. <laughs> like it's so difficult to bring him down. Yeah, because you can't. You essentially, you, none of your gadgets work against him except for like electrifying him. And you can only use like your power move against him when he's, you know, electrified. Yeah. And other than that, pretty much nothing else works. No, nothing. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of rough. Uh, so did they take the time to implement any new game mechanics? No. No? No. Not really, except for the suit powers, the new suit powers. So there was no new suit powers. There was new suits, but no new suit powers. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Um, That's kind of disappointing. Yes, I was a little disappointed to find that out. Um, But then I don't think all the suits in the main game had suit powers, so it's not like it was a shock. And even the ones that do have suit powers, it's very redundant. Yeah, some of them are very redundant. So, But um, other than that, it's feels very much like the main game. Uh, there's a new collectible to do. Um, there's new side activities to do. Um, but the side activities are basically just beat-em-ups or um, time trial sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, there is the one new one that's like a gadget challenge where they force you to defeat all these enemies using only two of your gadgets. Um, so that was a little interesting just because it forces you to play a new way. Um, but that's about the newest thing they added. So I know uh, the regular game makes you play as Mary Jane through sections. Yes. This it didn't had... make you play as Black Hat? No. They had one Mary Jane section in this DLC so far. Yeah. So, so I feel like it would have been cool to include playing as Black Hat because she provides a different style. You would think, Michael. <laughs> you would think they would have done that. So I don't know if you've hit this yet. 
depending on what you were telling me earlier, but um, there is a bit where, remember how in the main game you had a stealth section with Mary Jane? Yeah. And you can call in Spider-Man to do stuff. Mm-hmm. They have something similar with that between Spider-Man and Black Cat towards okay. the end of the DLC. Um, but that's about as close as you get to actually playing as Cat. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... so I, I have not beaten it yet. So that's a little that's a little sad. Um, so like so what did you think of the story overall? Like it's, and, it's I'm, and I'm guessing to, you can get into the spoilers here. Yeah, it's it's hard to say though because it is part 1 of 3. So it is the same story branching over all 3 DLCs. Which I didn't realize going into it because <laughs> it just all of a sudden ended on a cliffhanger. I was like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> so wait, when do you? Is there like a schedule for? Uh, so they're every month. Every month. Yeah. So every month between now and the okay. end of the year. So yeah, we got one at I think mid to late November, and then one in December. Oh, interesting note. I saw, honey, if you're listening, uh, a potential Black Friday deal on a Spider-Man PS4 combo, like two hundred bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like nothing for, for like a brand new game Damn. plus a, a console. So, baby. That, that is nothing. My birthday and Christmas just knocked that shit out in one. There you go. <laughs> She's not listening. Uh, Jen, you better listen to this. She won't listen. I'm going to send you this clip. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, talk about a little bit of the story. Like, you, you yeah, don't have so, to like, give me a minute by minute, but... Uh, yeah. Before before you go through the entire story, because you're the only person who's finished it. I don't um, think I would go through the entire thing, but, but just right. the key points. So I will say uh, a few days ago, Mike was asking Jesse and I about, you know, the DLC and how we how we liked it. Was it long or short, whatever? And I immediately <laughs> respond with like, I just played the DLC and... Ah, man, it was so incredibly short. I can't even believe this. Yeah, and I was actually kind of surprised that you got got through it that quickly. Yeah. So I know I so, tend to play it through quickly, and I, you had you finished it faster than I did. So I I played a section of the DLC, uh, like the first thing. Literally in the it. first mission. It was literally the first mission of the DLC, and I thought that was it. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, but no. It it turns out I was horribly, horribly mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yep, so you get 20 minutes and that's it there, there's so much $8, more dollars fuck you <laughs> yeah so there's so much more to the dlc um for me so far it has been extremely worth it especially if you play in that higher difficulty so go on jesse so basically the story sees black hat coming back to town um spider-man responds to a break-in at the new york what is it, the modern museum of contemporary art whatever the hell it's called mm. um and he finds Black oh, Cat God. there um, trying to steal a painting. Um, she ends up destroying the painting. Booty. And was that? What? Huh? And that booty. Yeah. <laughs> she ends up destroying the painting. And she pulls oh, out God, this. Oh, uh, God. I wish you guys had seen Jesse's face. The contempt on his face right there was was just legendary. <laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. Sorry. <laughs> so off topic. Uh, that so ass. she finds this <laughs> USB stick. <laughs> I oh, bet she did. In quotes. <laughs> oh, that's it. I quit. I'm done. Oh, we God. are children. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to be... We're somebody's dad. <laughs> and that is terrifying. <laughs> I swear we'll raise our sons better than this. Well, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
<gasps> All right. Um, so then when Peter reports back to Mary Jane, they start investigating the whole deal. Um, Peter starts running into Black Cat various places throughout the city as she's breaking into more places, stealing more of these drives. Um, and basically, it's just a whole the whole thing is just about Peter and Mary Jane looking into why she's doing it. Um, and then Black Cat eventually tries to recruit Peter by saying, oh, yeah, Hammerhead, who's coercing her to do all this stuff. Um, he has my son. And if I don't steal these things, then um, he's going to kill him and all that stuff. And so then they start teaming up trying to finish off this crime spree. OK, so she doesn't actually have a son, does she? Nope. I didn't think so. Because because, uh, wow. you know. She just doesn't. <laughs> but it was it was funny because like the entire time um, from that point on, Peter's like, wait, wait, we were together for like a few weeks at that one point. So uh -huh. like the, a good and chunk of the story is just like him worrying and panicking. Like, wait, what if this kid is mine? And he brings it up to Mary Jane too. And yep. Mary Jane fucking MVP handles it with super, super grace right there. Not at first. Not at first, she's just like, okay, I, I, I got to go. And she just kind of hangs up. And then later she's like, I'm sorry, I freaked out. If this is actually your son, then okay, fine, we'll deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quick turnaround. Yes, it was. But uh, I thought another nice little point um, was that during the course of the DLC, you get some calls from Miles at certain points. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah, and that's actually pretty cool because at this point, um, Peter knows that Miles has powers. Miles knows that Peter is Spider-Man. So like, you get to see how Peter got thrown into this like mentorship role without really knowing what to do and it's like it's just thrown on him yep so i kind of wonder like how they're going to handle the future of this game like how much actual support they're going to put behind it. because you have this this season pass quotes um and you know you're getting three dlcs yes. so let's pretend they're three hours a piece uh allegedly so that's nine hours for 25 dollars right yeah 24 25 25 something like that um that's just not, it's not a lot, right? Like, I, yeah. I almost feel like they're in between this, this game and the next one, because there definitely is going to be a next one. Oh yeah, there's going to be a sequel. Um, I feel like there is going to be a DLC that has to do with that specific topic of Spider-Man training Miles. Um, I, I see some, some team up DLC, um, playing as Miles, not having your gadgets, um, you know, doing yeah. like little street crimes here so and like, there. Here's the thing. They have not said anything about future plans at this point. Um, as far as we're aware, these three, three, three DLCs, that's it until the sequel. They haven't announced anything beyond this. So unless they do like a surprise DLC drop us on it, drop it on us like next E3, I don't know well, if you, they're going to. You got to figure though, um, you know, how, however long it took them to make this game. Which already took them a long time because they had several delays, several right. lengthy delays. Yes. Uh, let's figure it, it takes them three years to put out the next one. They're going to put out another DLC in between that. They have to. They could. It wouldn't be unheard of to not. Um, there's plenty of games that have gone a long time without anything before the sequel got released. So True. Um, as of right now, there is no plans that I'm aware of. Yeah, I'm actually on their Twitter feed right now and I see... Like literally nothing. They're like they've moved on to other games. Yeah. Like, there's lots of of the um, selfies that yeah. people posted, which is kind of funny, <laughs> and like a whole bunch of cosplay or whatever. But um, no, there's there's no. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, these three are it until they come up with a sequel. Hmm. Ah, it's frustrating. 
Yeah. All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts on this DLC? I mean, it was fun. It got me back into the game. So it's not not worth it, but it just felt like they could have done something more with it. Okay. And it's tough because you're looking at a three-part arc. Yeah. Versus, you know, a self-contained DLC. Like, if if they'd given you a DLC that was like eight hours long right out the chute, you know, it's it's a it's a different story. Um, but right, you know. So here's what I'm looking at. Um, so I finished the game, hundred uh, percent, and I started a brand new one in in the new hardest difficulty. I forget what it's called. I feel like it's ultimate. I think so because spectacular was the hardest before. Yeah. And then I think it went to ultimate for the new uh, the hardest difficulty. Right. Okay. So I'm playing in ultimate and then in game plus mode now. Um, and right off the bat, it's just extremely more difficult, right? So I'm looking forward to finishing this DLC and then progressing in the game. Because I, I kind of flew through the game before. Um, it, it didn't really feel that challenging. Uh, I didn't play the hardest difficulty before. I was like middle of the road. So, you know, maybe that was it. But still, I'm looking forward to going through this um, new difficulty. And on top of that, I'm looking forward to playing the rest of the DLCs, like the the next two. Even after that, I'm looking at just going through the game um, with all three DLCs downloaded, starting a new Game Plus mode in Ultimate Difficulty, and playing the DLCs in, um, in progression with how they should naturally fit into the story. So... You know, those are just some things I'm looking forward to. You know, one more minor thing that kind of annoyed me. Uh, because the DLC is called The City That Never Sleeps, it all takes place at night, which I'm not the biggest fan of sleeping around at night. <sighs> right. Yeah. So. Right. And that and that actually can... Ha- the suit that you're playing as has a, a very large impact on the playability, yes. I believe. So I'm still playing with just the standard game suit just because I want to do at least one playthrough playing as the developers intended, basically. Gotcha. Um, so on my next playthrough is when I'll start fucking around with the suits. But but Yeah. I, so I feel like when you do stuff at night, you lose a little bit of the overall beauty of the game because so much is hidden it, in it shadow It still and looks nice at night. It's just it's a little bit harder to see things. Yeah. So, and, and that's especially what I mean. Especially yourself. Like, yeah. That takes away from it. It's not as fun. Yeah. For, right. At least for me. Yeah. And, you know, as, as good as the graphics look, and granted, I'm playing on just a, a base PlayStation 4, not PlayStation, not PS4 Pro, um, but at night, it really seems like there's a, like a heavy fog around the entire city. Um, you know, it, 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 it looks good, but you can just definitely tell like they, they might have skipped a few things or like the, the base PlayStation can't really handle the nighttime graphics as much as the daytime. But that's just my take. I haven't seen PS4 Pro at night. So there's one thing I just remembered about Insomniac. You remember a few weeks ago when we were first talking about this and I brought up Puddlegate? Yes. yes. The yes, puddle filter? Course. Yes. So <laughs> what they decided to do now to basically make fun of people that were um, kind of pissed off about the puddle thing 
is that they added a new sticker into the photo mode that's just a puddle <laughs> sticker. So you could just place puddles wherever you I want. I saw that. I, I was saw just like, oh my pictures. god, that is the pettiest thing, and I love it. I thought it's fantastic. I thought somebody just kind of did that. And no, like, that's an actual thing they added. <laughs> that's fantastic. You want puddles? Here's your puddles. Oh, that's that's some next level shade right there. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, yeah, I think it's probably good. Uh, good spot to wrap that conversation. <laughs> yeah. So DLC for me, definitely, I recommend it. And you can check out Jesse's review on thetwistedcape.com. Yes, sir. Fairly short review. It should take you like three minutes to read it. Yeah, not even long. Uh, so that's, that's all good there. Yeah. So we're just going to roll right into uh, talking about the DC Universe streaming service, uh, which launched about a month ago. Um, we've we've all had a little bit of time to kind of get in, uh, play with it just a little bit. So we're just you're going to get a little bit of our preliminary thoughts right. uh, rolling into this. So... What do you guys think of of the service overall? Like pros and cons, we'll just kind of toss them out there for some of our listeners. Um, so so far, all I've done is watch through Young Justice. All I've done is watch through Young Justice <laughs> <laughs> um, in preparation for the third season coming out. Um, I mean, to me, it just seemed like a streaming service. It doesn't seem anything spectacular. So um, it, I mean, it is different. Um, one thing that did kind of annoy me is that. I like being able to hit space to pause my videos, and that didn't always work. Ah, <laughs> oh, that that is frustrating, right? Because you you want to be able to use the same controls, like regardless of the video service that but you're using. The, the annoying thing wasn't that it never worked; it's that it sometimes worked <laughs> and sometimes didn't. I didn't know until after I hit it whether it was going to pause or not. <laughs> well, you see, that's that's an issue that they're going to have to come to terms with. Uh, because otherwise you'd be watching on your console and you wouldn't have to deal with that problem. But because they don't have console, yeah. then it's you not have even, to. It's not even just that they, they don't have console. It's that they don't have any kind of way to watch it. Like if you don't have one of like three particular ways to watch, to consume content, your your options are on your computer or on your phone. Yeah. And that feels kind of stupid right it's very limited it's very limited in today's society yeah there's so many different ways you can get all this stuff yet we're limiting it to just these two things now like i i have netflix i'm a netflix subscriber as most of us are i have a 4k package on my netflix yeah like i have a 4k tv i would like to take advantage of watching things in 4k with my my surround system like I don't want to watch it on my computer, which is how I've been watching and and if you've been reading the twistedcape.com, reviewing Titans because I, there's no other way to consume it and it's frustrating for me. Yeah, and with my laptop, I'm able to Chromecast onto my TV, which usually works, but I found that a lot of the times when I was watching through the service, about halfway through, the video would get corrupted, basically, and I'd basically just give up and just watch it on the laptop. Very frustrating. Very wow. frustrating. Damn. Yeah, see, I haven't tried to Chromecast it. Um, so I don't know if that's a problem with just my Chromecast or if it's something with their service. Right. Uh, so my only option, because I, I have a MacBook Pro and I have to go out through my um, mini DV port to HDMI and HDMI to my, my TV um, to get any signal from my laptop. And, you know, I, I haven't tried that yet, but I, neither have I, but that's, that's more hassle. Like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to have to go through all of this just to consume a product that you could just literally put an app out for. Yeah. 
And you know, like Mike, I I, I take a lot of pride in my my AV equipment. I'm an AV guy. That's literally <laughs> yeah. that's that is my job. Uh, so you know, I I really like to to watch things with the equipment that I have that I've specifically picked out for myself. And with this, it's just a freaking hassle. So you he, know, here's where it and you're paying for it. That's that's exactly right. So the price actually isn't that bad. I, I did want to bring that up. We we got in early when um you know they were giving you what three months free or whatever it is. So it was like it and was, then it discounted for the year. Yeah, it's discounted for the year. It was like seventy bucks or something like that. Yep. So it really shook out. There were really on a month on a month to month basis. It's cheaper than many of your other streaming services, which is great. Yes. And the cool thing is they have a lot of comics on there. A lot of comics. Like there's basically no way to sit down and read them all unless you're literally just sitting down and reading comics all the way through, which I personally love. Uh, that is excellent for me. The problem, I mean, that's the pro. The con is that there are limited runs on a lot of the comics, like one issue, three issues, five issues, just so you kind of get your appetite wet. But there's there's no real payoff right that and that's that's very frustrating because i'm i'm a huge fan of graphic novels oh yeah and and it's when you get those you you go through an entire run you know and that's why you get it because you've heard these great things you know like oh the story arc for for this run is just you know it's one of the best you should read this and that's why i pick them up and you know when you see this on the streaming service you know, you said it right off the bat, like you get a little taste or like an appetite for this this run of a series and then you just don't get to finish it, which, yeah. which you know, business from a business perspective, I get it, you know? So here, you, and, and that, that's actually something else I kind of want to toss something onto. Like you get a little bit, but then you don't have the option to buy any more directly in the service. Okay. So like, like even if I just wanted to drop like $3 to finish like – a couple of issues or whatever, however, whatever the cost is Yeah. for, for like, I, I was looking through like Batgirl. There's one, there's one issue, but what if I really like that issue and it, there's a cliffhanger and I want to know what happens next? Like I have to literally track down that issue, which at this point is like five or six years old. Maybe not that old, but like it's difficult to find that now, single issue. Now, is there a DC service that you can download the comics from? Not r- so they do a lot of stuff on Comixology. Yeah, that's where I usually get my through, DC stuff. It's like Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah, Amazon owns it, yeah. So, I mean, you could do that, but like, why not just just build that into the service? Yeah. It, or or send, you, send you directly. That you're, if you're going to build something on a computer, why wouldn't you just add a link? Yeah, that's one of the things that really eludes me about this entire service because there's DC properties that you know they own, but they just don't give you the access to it just doesn't make very much sense to me even from a business standpoint you can make some money from that yeah you know? exactly so. right uh there were things that i love though so the amount of cartoons that they have on there is staggering there's a and, lot and there's really really good cartoons like uh, i was just looking through the list just now and i was just like oh shit the original teen titans yes original teen titans batman the animated series uh in sam, hd yeah in hd sam was watching static shock which is great um did i say young justice already i, don't I just did earlier did. but but yeah well yeah still young justice is on there like that's an excellent show 
Um, and that's really their thing. You know, like when you think of DC, uh, you think comics and you think animated movies and TV shows. Oh my God. That, that's what they do. That's their bread and butter. Their animated you know? stuff is fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah, and thank so God, because their live <laughs> is shit. <laughs> Hopefully getting better. Hopefully getting better with Titans. I have yet to watch it, but Mike's reaction has been nothing but positive. It, which, believe me, is fucking surprising as shit, because <laughs> I expected them to just shit in a bag, like fold that bag over, hand it to you, light the bag on fire while, you, while you're holding it, and you're just stuck there holding a flaming bag of shit. That's a really graphic image. It is. Uh, but it's that's poop what, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he called the shit poop. <laughs> that's exactly what I was expecting. And yes, Titans is very violent, and there's there's lots of strong language, which if you're listening to this podcast, should not be a problem for you. Uh, it, it's it's just way better than I ever could have expected. I think in my last uh, review of Titans, I ended it with a question. I was like, "Is this show?" good <laughs> like it's just like i didn't i, I never didn't saw know how to comprehend that information yeah it's it's tough um but i think they're doing actually a really good job i'm ex- actually really excited for the next uh episode of titans which actually just released today which i will likely watch tomorrow uh because because it features doom patrol which is going to spin out into its own show which is even more cool because they're building a connected universe like the like the arrowverse yeah so that's Super encouraging. So getting back to the streaming service itself. Um, so we, we touched on the things that frustrated us about it, but I want to point out the thing that, you know, all three of us just now actually found out that we really enjoy about the service. Uh, we are wondering how many screens can you watch simultaneously? And all three of us, have been able to watch simultaneously. Yeah, we know it's at least three, yeah. which is excellent. So, I mean, even with my Hulu subscription, I don't get three screens from that. Yeah. You, have, you have to pay extra. Uh, we just have a basic service, and we're getting three screens. and Simultaneous. yeah. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. We don't know how many it actually allows us. Yeah, I actually thought about yeah. pulling up a comic or something just to see if I could if I could run that as well on my phone because I was watching on my laptop. So that's, that's pretty promising uh, for right now. Anything else you guys want to say about the streaming service? Hopes? Uh, I Yeah, so I hope that they continue to put out good original content. If if Titans is any indication, um, like it's going to far, far outpace their movies. Um, and, and I'm actually working on an opinion piece um, about how, with the revelation of uh, No More Ben Affleck, No More Henry Cavill, that the small screen is the right place for Superman and Batman. So look for that hopefully in the next week or so. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, I I really think that Disney and DC, which is weird to say in the same sentence. Um, it's probably more Warner than, you know, than Disney DC. and Warner. Disney and Warner. Oh, okay. If so, you want like the parent companies. So yeah. I'm really going towards a, just the streaming services in particular okay uh, like okay. specifically all right yeah. um because disney is going towards these long narrative um uh shows for specific characters which is great so i've been telling these guys um for the past couple months and really honestly anybody i can um talk to about it i really think that streaming services have spoiled 
um, the world, essentially, in terms of telling stories. Because we can watch hour-long episodes of these specific characters across 13 episodes. So you get 13 hours of just one character centered around one story. Yep. That's something that you could never even imagine to delve into with just a, like a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Um, three hours if you're lucky. But if you're well, DC lucky. with well, Warner Brothers, you're not going to breach 215. Um, so if you are looking at the DC streaming service and you're looking at something like Titans or Doom Patrol, you are going to be able to, to delve into those stories, much like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, um, which I think is really spoiling everybody for, for movies. Which is a good and a bad thing. Yeah. Um, take it as you will, but that's just how I see it going. And if DC um, really does it right, they can hit those characters really hard where the story counts. Uh, the thing that I'm almost a little bit concerned about in that vein is that, you know, in general with these streaming services, they drop everything at once. There's not a lot of content that I've seen on any streaming service that drops a week by week show. Right, and so doing that with Titans is both a plus because I have a lot of stuff to watch. Like I have to watch all of Daredevil between now and our next podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a lot. That's thirteen episodes right there. But I wouldn't really be able to do that with Titans as of this moment right now. It's kind of nice at a little bit to have you know one episode once a week. But then it's also kind of frustrating as well. Well, so I can see that being a benefit for them if they were to release uh, an episode of Titans one week, um, another show another week, Titans the next week. You know, they have to fill in the gaps to keep people coming back. You know, that's that's a formula that they need to really work out. See, that's the thing right now. It's their their schedule for the next year. That, that I think we talked about a little while back. Yes, it's we did. One yeah. episode a week, one episode a week, one episode a week. And that's cool, but it's also not cool, especially when it comes to Young Justice. I want all of that shit. Yep. Like, I know they're splitting the season in two. That's fine. You, you know, it's all coming out in 2019, but I like, just give me it all. Yes. Yeah. I've been waiting so long for it. Right. And the thing is, with these shows, you know that the episodes are completed, you know? They're, they're yep. in the bag. They have them. They could upload them if they wanted to, but they don't. Uh, so if they're not going to do that, they need something to keep people coming back for more in the interim. And I, I really hope they start to do that. I 100% agree. Uh, the, the other thing I kind of like is it like on my phone, I actually just got a push notification letting me know, hey, there's a new episode of Titans. So it's like, hey, that's actually kind of nice because if I wasn't thinking about it, maybe I don't remember. And it's like, oh, see, just to have that little quick visual reminder. Right. I, I knew because I've been highly anticipating this next episode. But, you know, if I wasn't thinking about it, that's that's a, that's a nice little little ad. Uh, anything else from you guys? I think just the big things. I'm hoping that they eventually figure out more ways to stream it. I, I hope that's one thing that they're working on. Um, other than just phone app and computer yeah um, uh yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that that's definitely necessary because it, it is frustrating it is um especially if it doesn't play back correctly <laughs> right all right so they have um a daily 
thing. I think we talked about it before with Kevin Smith. Um, he just runs a daily show, and it's not long. It's a quick, sh- quick show, um, but he talks about you know just DC stuff, and that's kind of cool. I like having something like that where you just have a, you have a touch point where you know uh, maybe I really want to be in the comic books for like a, a week or two. There's there's a solid touch point there every single day. It, so I can just get in, get in, get in. It gives me a reason to go back to the app in between episodes. It sounds okay. And that's and that's awesome because that's exactly what I was saying. They're like there needs to be a reason to come back in the interim between these weekly uh releases. And it really seems like they're trying to go with um like a talking bad like motif here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh which is very cool because that's that's awesome. You know, that's one of the things that people talk about aside from the show itself. Like, you'll talk about the show and then you'll talk about people talking about the show, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's great because, you know, the show sparks conversations that lead into... It's, it's essentially like seeing Reddit happen in real time. <laughs> uh, which, is, which is pretty cool. It's quite the thing to be alive for. Uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's a good point, Mike. Um, anything else for the DC streaming service? Uh, if you haven't already purchased it, uh, I would say give it, give it, give it a shot. If you're a big DC fan, I wish they had a trial, like a, like a yeah. seven day trial. That would be awesome. So that way you could like see the interface, get used to it. Um, maybe give it a shot, see how you feel. Now, can you pay for it monthly or do you have to pay for the year? No, you can pay for it monthly. Okay. You can I'm pay for it monthly. assuming it's a little bit more expensive monthly. Yeah, a little bit. A okay. A little bit. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, that's it for us about this DC streaming service. Anything else from you guys? Uh, just general thoughts. Yeah, we're rolling the final thoughts here? Let's do it. All right. Um, I don't know if this is going to be ready in time, but I'm going to say vote if you haven't already. If, if, if it's past if voting it's still, day, if please. If it's before or on Tuesday by the time this comes out. Please go vote. <laughs> if you haven't, I hope you voted. That is important. It is your right as an American. And if Extremely. you're not an American, um, you know, screw you because American forever. Don't say that. Mer- <laughs> we want international listeners. America. Don't piss off the foreigners. That's true. You guys have voting systems too. Vote, goddammit. Uh, if you're going to make a blueberry pie, make sure you put a lot of cornstarch in that thing. <laughs> Otherwise, it just turns into a soup. It is still delicious. It's still delicious, but it has turned into a soup. You did a good so, job with that pie. Uh, it's It's... Difficult and great having a lot of hobbies, right? So, oh, tell me about it. I I love the getting into everything about the comic book world, right? I love the TV shows. I love reading. I love watching everything. That's very time consuming. Another thing that's very time consuming is exercise. If you yes. like, if you like to exercise, you need to do that shit consistently because. Oh. Trust me. <laughs> well, this bowl of jelly right here. That's right. Because if you if you are doing it to to get in shape and to stay in shape and feel great about yourself, it's it's a consistent thing and it's a consistent struggle because it's so much time and especially if you're trying to like build muscle, it's it's a lot of money that you have to put out for food and it's just something you need to keep doing. And Why you, is eating right so expensive? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, but you know, that's time consuming. If you, if you love to play music, which I do as well. Yeah. Um, Oh my God, that's expensive. And that's one of those things. If you don't use it, you lose it. And it's really frustrating. So if you, if you have multiple hobbies like I do and are getting frustrated by, 
not being able to balance everything, especially if you have, you know, a relationship you're trying to work on. And, and kids. Yeah, kids. And all these different hobbies that you do. No, tru- I need to clarify that. Not actually fucking yes, kids, I, I, but I just having that. kids. Sorry. It was, <laughs> it was an adjective. I was going to say something, but I'm like, I don't think I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> a, a poorly placed adjective. By it really my part. was. Yeah. Um, so if you have all these ad, not adjectives, if you have all these. Uh, <laughs> It's not a verb. <laughs> it is 100% an adjective. Yes. Yes. God damn this language. Jesus. So if you have all these things going on, you're just getting you're getting down on yourself about all of it. Trust me, you're not alone. Uh, I'm currently dealing with that myself, and you just got to do what's best for you at the time and know that everything will fall into place. It's a very long final thought. It, it, it was. You know, and that's my only thought for the day. Uh, I was, I was going to have, I'm going to have a slightly longer one, but I'm just going to put this one out of that final, that last conversation there. Uh, the English language fucking sucks. I hate this language with a fucking passion. I, I'm teaching, I'm teaching my oldest son like about tense and teaching word families. And like, he says stuff wrong and I, I'm like trying to explain it to him and I'm like, but like for the logic of a three-year-old, like he's like, but this rule doesn't like you just told me about this rule that applies to this thing, but why does it now not apply to this thing? And it's just like, why? Why am I doing this? I mean, to, to you? be fair, so, Spanish has like ten different tenses, and German is just a mess with its tenses. But at least they follow rules. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> this English language, language is a is shit not, show. It makes no sense. I hate this why, language. Why the fuck does C have two different sounds? Like it doesn't make sense. I am so glad this was my first language. <laughs> yeah. It's a mess. Oh, I do have one other thought, and it's very, very short. If you are behind a bus, oh. and a stop sign goes out from that bus, and that arm goes out from that bus, do not go around that Fucking bus. Fucking stop, dude. Do not go around. If you are late to work, that's on you, pal. That's your fault. That is your fault. And even if you are in some bad way that morning, something unexpected happened, you know what? At least you... You did what was right, and you that stop didn't... sign's not there to piss you off. It's there to protect the children. Yes, like, there's been some instances lately. Literally, four killer. kids have died within the past couple days because two people didn't stop for the buses. That's that's awful. It's awful. Imagine if that were your kids, or your cousin, or your you know whatever your your family. Just, Just it's it's not right. Just stop. Okay, you can be late for work one day. It happens, okay? So that's it for me. Uh, okay, so I had, like, you, you ever watch infomercials and you watch people just have these horrendous fails that make no yep. fucking sense? Oh, yes. That happened to me today. Oh, God. I was I was in, I, we work, uh, we're around Philadelphia, so I was in Center City, Philadelphia. I had a hand truck and my clipboard was on top of my hand truck and I was walking through the city and I hit a bump in the sidewalk. <laughs> my... My clipboard flew up, so I caught my clipboard, and then the hand truck started to fall, and my totes started to fall over, and I was just like a fucking infomercial mess. My arms just flying all over the place, and I caught it, and I got it all together, and like there were people that were watching, and I just I just started laughing uncontrollably, and because I mean it was like I realized in what the else moment can you do? how stupid I must have looked. And how funny it must have been. And, like, nobody was laughing. I, like, I was laughing really hard because it's funny. It's really funny. People fucking laugh at me. It is okay. Uh, but, yeah, like, those things, uh, I didn't think they were possible until today. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> you got anything else? 
Fuck the English language. Yes. Fuck the fucking English language. Uh, <laughs> last thing for me, um, if you want to keep your shows, people, watch the shows. <laughs> yeah, especially Daredevil. Let's save Daredevil. Season three was amazing. Please Review keep coming Daredevil. up soon. Yes. Uh, any show you want to you want to keep around, watch. If you watch a show and you hate it, stop watching. That's okay. But I know people have complained about you know losing losing uh, Luke Cage in particular. And people who started to come around on Iron Fist are a little frustrated that it's that it's gone, um, but people didn't watch. So if you want to keep your things, you you, you gotta you gotta watch it. Hashtag save Ferris. I mean hashtag save Matt Murdock. Yeah, that. Yeah, save Matt Murdock. All right. Um, so be sure to check out our website. Be sure to check out our Twitter, Facebook, uh-huh. and of course the podcast, the yeah. Twistcast. Yeah. Hey, rate this bad boy. Yes, because um, you know we like that stuff. We, we do. We know what you think. We've we've noticed a spike in viewership, and we of course have to attribute that to you guys telling your friends about this fantastical podcast. Yes, uh, Sam's giving up free reach rounds for all of you. So. It's true. And coming up in a few weeks, we'll hit our one year anniversary of doing the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So I was actually going to bring that up. We're going to do a fan show, at least a healthy segment. So that's going to rely heavily on you. You need to participate. What do you want from us? Uh, any questions about comic books, TV, movies, um, us. Like Maybe you don't know us. You don't know a whole lot about us. You want to know what we like, what we do, um, you know, for right-handed, left-handed, uh, like whatever. Anything you want. Anything you want is your show. Uh, for a, a good portion of the next uh, episode. So yes, yes. Let us know. We'll put something down on social as well, so you can so you can hit us up. So make sure you shoot either an email to uh, the Twisted Cape at gmail or text one of us, or send something to our Facebook page or our Twitter account. We we are connected to all of it, and we will gladly take your input and put it out in the show. We'll give you a call out. Um, so if you have like a Twitter handle or whatever. We'll read it right from there. That's right. All right, guys. So until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Everybody, stay twisted and please participate in your next twist cast.